Welcome to Swine Time Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Spencer Wayne. Today, we have a special guest with us, Dr. Carissa Odland. Carissa is somebody I've known for quite a while. Carissa, I've known you since you were in undergraduate school. I think you were moving to the St. Paul campus from St. John's University. Yeah. You, must, you weren't even 20 years old, I bet, at the time. I'm happy to have you here, and uh, you've done really well over the last several years where I've gotten to watch you professionally uh, as well. And you've helped our organization immensely developing our welfare program, which is the topic of today, welfare. Uh, you are our expert. You've put our program together. You would be the person that I or the others in our group would go to for guidance. And I'm glad you could be here. I have a, a lot of good questions for you. I think the information you could share would help our, our listeners quite a bit to just understand where we're at. So, yeah, just like you said, I have the opportunity not only to practice as a veterinarian, but then also have the opportunity to lead our welfare program across the sow farms that we work with, and then also help out any of the Grow Finish producers uh, regarding their welfare programs. So it's an awesome opportunity. And I also get to be connected through some of the different organizations in the industry, like through the National Pork Board Welfare Committee or AASV uh, Welfare Committee. So. Lots of uh, lots of opportunities to, to learn and try to stay on top of um, what what is the latest in the welfare. So, Carissa, specifically for for Pipestone, for our system, for the farms that we manage, and to some degree for the producers that we we work with that are maybe outside our system as well, but for sure with our system farm, um, we we and other companies too. But we have a, a program now. We have a, a process to look at welfare within our company. There wasn't one before. Can you, you know, since you came, we went from nothing to having a program now. Can you just go through a few high points of how we got from there to here and, you know, things that you've been a part of, like, yeah, man, we had to develop this and here's why we did this. And yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. When, when I started 10 years ago, uh, we did not have more than the PQA training for the, you know, caretakers on system south farms. And so um, just through kind of going out and doing visits on farms um, and you know recognizing that there's more of a need for guidance for the caretakers to kind of understand these are the expectations. I think that slowly helped us to develop a little bit more of a robust program. And really, I mean, it, it's an ongoing process where every year we're learning, but ultimately the entire time, the foundation is really rooted in our core values, specifically, or most especially would be the, you know, we care caring. part, the caring. And so I would say ultimately, as we have improved or made progress on our program over the last 10 years, the, the two main things that we've tried to do is just make the expectations and our standards more clear for the people that are working on the farms. And then also, I think the value in making it more clear on what the expectations are so that we can hold each other accountable to those things. And ultimately, then all the rest of the components of the program have fed off of that, you know, um, whether it's the training pieces, you know, that has grown largely over the last several years. Um, and then also we do what we would consider internal audits where we have someone from the Pipestone team go out and meet with each of the farms that can be anywhere from six to 12 times a year. And they're just looking at, you know, those most important components of our welfare program every time they visit the farm. And then we also have a third party auditor um, who will come out to our farms every other year. And that has helped us grow and learn. I mean, that has been an outstanding experience for us too. So, but again, I think the most important part is just that everything is rooted in that the caring, um, you know, core value that we have. 
Okay, so core values, of one of which is caring, mm -hmm. directly translates to this. It's in our training, and the things that, that are in our training now for new employees, for regular training for the current employees, center around how you handle the animals, how many you move at a time, how you pick the pigs up, all those things, how, how you have to euthanize uh, sick pigs that won't survive, you know, what things you do every day that touch welfare. It's all trained very hard to make sure everybody understands what to do. That's one thing you touched on there. The other thing is we have a person that basically goes to the farms unannounced, shows up and says, the things look right or not? And if they don't look right, the farm gets scored. And if they're scored poorly, they don't, I'm trying to think of the penalty, there's penalties on the farm, mm -hmm. loss of bonus potentially, yeah. um, you know, disciplinary action, those, I mean, it's policed. Yeah. And then outside of that, we have the same people that go to the farms for the packer. That same company would come out and do our audits, or is that, is that correct? Yeah, it's a third-party audit third company. Party. Yep. So we, we police our, our own policing, essentially, by bringing yeah. them in at some frequency as well. So yeah. a lot of oversight. Basically, are we doing the right job by several eyes verifying? And I would say the consistent thread throughout all of that, again, our goal is for just striving for continuous improvement, right? Like there definitely are consequences, you know, um, if there are issues that are identified, but ultimately the, the ultimate goal is for us just to keep getting better. Okay, so on that note, what's next? If you, look, if you were gonna guess five years ahead or two years ahead, but for welfare, what is the next five years? Over time, it would be very easy to kind of get overwhelmed and maybe even have like some negative feelings about what 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 the future holds uh, just because it, it feels like it's constantly there's more higher expectation or um, you know uh, more challenges more new things but I also think you can look at that as an exciting opportunity I, I mean I would say for me I'm really more excited than anything about what the next five years holds and part of that is uh, you know, just some examples of what I think the future is going to hold. We continue to focus on like sow comfort, and I just I'm so excited about some of the different ideas or opportunities that are out there to try to improve. Like, how can we help the sows be more comfortable? Um, you know, we've heard a lot in the industry about pain management, uh, specifically for pigs, but also for the sows. I think that is really exciting, and I think that uh, there's more opportunity for us to learn and then you know ultimately for us to to be able to execute and and implement some of the the different tools that might be available to us and then especially exciting is just like the connection between the use of technology in our industry and how that can improve or impact the animal welfare of you know the the sows or the pigs I have had the opportunity through the National Pork Board um, Swine Welfare Committee just to see and hear some of these ideas of how can we use technology to help us provide, you know, maybe even better care for our animals. And I just think like the opportunities are endless, uh, especially if you get the right people together. The people who are really focused on welfare, the people who are really smart when it comes to technology, and um, it's just so exciting to see what the future holds for that. So. I, I'm excited to see what, what's next. Okay, Chris, I'm really, really happy that you were here today. Uh, thanks for sharing. To the producers out there listening, if you have any questions on any of these things, be sure to give us a call. Uh, Chris is available, I'm available, other people in our organization are available. Uh, uh, it's worth focusing on continually to get better and better. And uh, I wanna thank you again, Chris, so thank you. Any, any final comments? Yeah, I think the, the only other thing I would say, like 
you know, every time we talk at the sow farms about this topic, I always try to share with them that welfare isn't something that we just put in a box and you can kind of bring it out if or when you think you need it. It really is something that influences everything we do, whether you're, you know, a nursery guy, whether you're a wean to finish guy, whether you're on a sow farm, farrow to finish. It's just something that influences everything that you're doing. You know, even if you think that you're just giving vaccines, there is welfare related to how you're handling the animals. Um, you know, you're potentially stressing the animals out. And so, yeah, I definitely uh, I think that welfare is a component that impacts everything you do on the farm and everything you do impacts welfare. So very exciting topic. Okay. Thanks again. Yeah, thank you. To our audience, thank you for listening. This was Swine Time Podcast here at Pipestone. Uh, this podcast can be found if you search. I invite you to tune in iTunes, next time. Spotify Thank or you. The Google Play Store music app. You should be able to search under Swine Time. Search under that. Published by us here.